0: hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and as always, thank you so much for spending your super valuable time with me. It really means a lot, and I feel like we're friends, and I would be super excited for the ladies who are listening if we got to hang out in person at Ascend in Nashville. Definitely check out primalpotential.com if you don't know what I am talking about, or shoot me an email. Speaking of email... We are going to tackle an email that I got from a listener this week. I got this great email and I want to share it with you. I don't I don't always do that or even often do that, although a lot of my content ideas come from you guys because this really is your show where my goal is not to just like get on my soapbox and talk, although that happens sometimes. It's really about understanding what your struggles are and then helping you overcome them permanently. So this particular email came in From someone who recently started to prioritize her health, she is making some changes, she's doing what represents an improvement for her, and from her perspective, she's doing the work, and she very well might be really truly doing the work. We had emailed back and forth a couple of times, and she decided to enroll in Breaking Barriers, which is my e-course to help her with motivation and consistency and mindset, and a couple days... After she signed up, I got an email from her, which I love, and I want to share both her email and my response because I really do think that there is something for all of us in this response related to physical activity, related to consistency, related to measuring progress, to frustration. And so I'm going to read her email, and then I'm going to tell you my thoughts on where she's at. She said, hi. I listened to the podcast on motivation, and I'm working my way through breaking barriers. But here's what I notice. I am consistent, and I do believe I can lose weight. But I've gained two pounds since Saturday while staying consistent with my 10,000 steps and fat loss-friendly meals. I even walked seven miles yesterday. Any thoughts? No. She doesn't say she's frustrated, but if I were in her shoes, I definitely would be, right? I've been consistent and I gained weight. What gives, right? It's important to let you guys know, she mentioned Saturday, so I got her email on a Tuesday. So we're talking about a three-day period of time, okay? And what if I'm to put myself in her shoes, and I've been there before, so that's pretty easy for me to do, I did the work, the scale should respond, I made changes, so my body should change, my weight should change, and it should change right away because I made the changes, so the changes in my body should happen in tandem with the changes I made in what I'm eating and how active I am. I made changes three days ago, so not only did the scale not go down, it went up. The scale is broken, or I am broken, or this isn't fair, or this isn't going to work for me. What gives? There are so many things I want to tackle in this email, and they're so valuable, and this can really be a turning point for her and for any of us who feel like we're struggling with any of these sorts of things. The first thing, obviously, is that I get the frustration and I want to help her and you guys work through this to find what's true, what's real, and how do we move forward from here. We'll start with the fact that your body doesn't lie. Your body doesn't lie, but your scale is not your body, and the scale doesn't tell the whole story. I am begging you, begging you to not use the scale as your only indicator of progress. I'm not saying stay off the scale, although I'm totally fine if you do. Please don't use it as the only indicator of progress. Your progress. In this case, we're talking about a span of just three days, right? Changes began on Saturday. This email came on a Tuesday. Very possible that this person is retaining water or that you listening are retaining water. And in fact, in this case, there are some specific reasons that I think she is likely retaining water, but I'll talk about that in a couple minutes. She might be constipated, right? This could be an issue of bowel movements, Two pounds of fat or two pounds in three days is guaranteed to not be two pounds of fat. It is so normal to have fairly significant fluctuations in weight every single day. And the heavier you are, the more significant these fluctuations can be. Even for, let's say, an average weight individual, you can define that however you want, You can have daily fluctuations in your weight of several pounds. So if you're getting on the scale every single day, expecting it to be a linear progression reflecting fat loss because you're doing the work, you're gonna be disappointed. And most of us have experienced like, what the heck, yesterday was a perfect day and today my weight is up or today my weight has stayed the same, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, no kidding. Because the scale is not reflecting fat loss, it's reflecting a lot of things. If you hop on it every day expecting to see a reflection of what's happening with your fat loss, you are looking in the wrong place. I am not, again, I'm not against the scale unless it messes with your head and derails your focus. If you are somebody, and I used to be this person... If you are somebody who can be feeling super proud and super excited, my body is changing, I woke up this morning and I felt leaner, and then get on the scale and see that it hasn't gone down or, God forbid, it went up, and then you're crushed and demotivated and it took you from this high to this low, dude, the scale is not for you. Get off of it. There are far more accurate indicators of fat loss. And let's get all on the same page here. I mean... I've never seen anybody walking around wearing a scale around their neck, proudly reflecting the number. I've not ever seen that. Maybe, maybe, Maybe I just don't go to those places, but I've never seen that. If you are after fat loss, it's because you want to look better and feel better. So let's pay attention to that. The scale doesn't tell you how you look or how you feel. We want to pay attention and measure our progress by how we look and how we feel. So I strongly recommend measuring progress beyond the scale with at least two of the following three ways of measuring progress. Number one, pictures. And everybody's like, oh my God, I can't take pictures. You don't have to share them. And when I started, I started with just headshots. Now I was missing out on a whole lot and in hindsight I really wish I had taken full body pictures because that would have been so much more motivating to see the changes in my legs and my hips and my waist, but at that point I was only comfortable with headshots and that's cool. I prefer that you do full body headshots in the same clothes every other week, right? So you can just do shorts and a sports bra or gentlemen, you can just do shorts, no shirt, and do it every other week wearing the same clothes. Now, if you're one of those people that's like, I can't, I can't, I can't, you don't have to look. Take them, email them to yourself, don't open the email, right? Like just, you know, look enough to know what buttons to push to send the email. Once you click that little icon on your phone to send it as an email, the pictures like disappear. So you don't have to look at them, you don't have to share them, but you'll really want to have them when you start making that progress. So pictures is one way. Goal pants is another. Everybody has a pair of pants that are a little bit too snug. Try them on once a week or every other week, the same pair of pants. Be consistent and see how it changes. If you want to take a picture in your goal pants, even freaking better. But see how they're fitting through the legs, through the waist. Don't stop trying them on, but don't expect to see a change day after day, right? Why is it that we don't expect our pants are going to fit differently tomorrow, but we dang well do expect the scale to be different? No. Measurements, another huge one. You can get a fabric tape measure for 99 cents at most craft stores. I'll also link to one in the show notes. If you want to buy it off Amazon, there's one I found for 99 cents. So I will put that up on the show notes over at primalpotential.com. And I will also put a link about where to measure, because that's a source of frustration for a lot of people. But the reality is, just like with anything, you get better with it over time. Yeah, initially there might be some inconsistency because you don't quite remember where you put the measuring tape. A quick little reminder is that when you do your waist, you're going to do it at the most narrow point. And when you do your hips, you're going to do it at the widest point. Gentlemen, you can do right around your midsection at the widest point. And then you can also, men and women, do it right around the nipple line. As far as I know, your nipples aren't really moving. um, So that's a pretty good indicator of measuring in the same place. But I will put a chart up on the show notes to give you some ideas of places that you can measure. Now, one of the things that came up this past week with my fat loss fast track groups that I want to bring up, somebody um, was measuring at the waist and the hips and was feeling a little bit frustrated that the that the inches hadn't changed in a couple of weeks. But they posted their pictures and boy oh boy, in two weeks could you see a difference? They were noticeably smaller week after week, but. The measurements hadn't changed, and so they were feeling frustrated. And I was like, dude, you're after your body changing, and clearly the pictures say your body changes. And here's what people tend to overlook. We get so emotionally wrapped up in things that we kind of miss some obvious factors. And one of those obvious factors is this. If you are measuring, let's say waist and hips, okay, and you don't see a change, did it ever occur to you that maybe your arms are smaller? or your legs are smaller, or your bust line is smaller. Gentlemen, if you're measuring only around the midsection, did it ever occur to you that maybe your neck is smaller, or your chest is smaller, right? So we have to keep in mind that if we're measuring in only a couple of places, which is totally fine, Don't be disappointed if you didn't see a change. The change might be happening in an area where you're not measuring. You're just picking two points on your body. It's not necessarily going to happen right there as you expect it. Now, with that said, the more places that you measure, if you decide to do mid-arm, forearm, uh, calf, mid-thigh, hips, waist, bust, neck well, then you're more likely to see progress measuring in more of those points, but it also takes a few more minutes. But I'm not arguing for measuring in more sites. What I am suggesting is just that we keep our wits about us related to, oh my gosh, nothing changed. Is that true? And that's another reason why pictures are so powerful. I can't tell you how many clients I've had where the scale doesn't change right away. And sometimes even the sites where they're measuring don't represent a change. But when we look at the pictures, we're like, yeah, things are changing. And that's what we are after, okay? It's so important and it's easy to forget because we get emotional about it. It's so important to remember that you can burn fat and you can lose inches and not see a change on the scale. Maybe it's because you're putting on muscle. Maybe it's because you're retaining water. Maybe it's because you're constipated or maybe it's all of the above or two out of three, right? So please, Enough with the singular focus on what the scale is telling you. Keep in mind that what you're after is for your body to look smaller and tighter and leaner and to feel better, so let's measure that way. The other thing I want to bring up from this email is that she said she's been walking 10,000 steps a day for at least the last three days. I don't know if she'd been doing it for longer than that, but let's assume that this started when she started eating cleaner, and one day she even did seven miles. That's awesome. That's super great. But here's the thing to keep in mind. If you are suddenly more active than you have been, your muscles are gonna hold on to some water because they've been taxed in a new and different way. I don't I don't get the impression that she's walking seven miles every single day. And so her body says, whoa, hey, muscles need a little bit more love and attention. And that's a good thing. We shouldn't be like, oh man, I'm retaining water. No, if you're using your body differently, your muscles need to stay flexible and they need to deliver nutrients throughout them. So there's going to be an influx of fluid into your muscle tissue. And it is very, very, very common to see some water retention after physical activity, especially when it is new, your muscles are working. So their needs are higher. And one of the things they will do to help them recover from that activity is hang on to water. Good, great, we need that, we absolutely need that. And that's just one of the other reasons that we wanna look at trends over time, right? Not day-to-day trends. We wanna look at results over time, not results day-to-day. What we want to focus on on the daily basis is the work. What do we need to do today? What actions do we need to take today to move towards our goals? So we're focused very much on the daily work, but we're not focused on the daily results. We're looking not at the work over time. How much work do we have to do in a month? From the work standpoint, the focus is the day. From the results standpoint, the focus is over time. And that's why we want to look at, taking pictures, measurements, how our clothes fit, that sort of thing. The other thing that we want to measure early on, in addition to physical measurements and pictures and clothes, is how are you feeling? Especially when you've just recently made changes, that's such a powerful way to know, is my body responding positively to these changes or not? We are going to notice improvements in our energy level stability of our hunger, reduction in our cravings, long before we see the physical manifestations of fat burning. And that's how our body's communicating. Yes, you're on the right track or no, you're not. If you're ravenously hungry and completely miserable, well, something's not right, right? And so we're going to get that feedback from our body far before we see this fat loss. So how are you feeling? Remember that your body doesn't lie, but the scale is not the body, and the scale is not giving the whole picture. Pay attention to your body, knowing that it's telling you the truth. How is your energy? Are you less hungry? Do you have more cravings or fewer cravings? How are you sleeping? How is your mood? How is your ability to focus? The other thing I'd be remiss to not point out, and this isn't me being a jerk, it's just an important point to make, because being objective matters. Being emotional doesn't help. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday does not consistency make. Remember, we're focused on the work in days. We're focused on the results over time. Consistency is not a day or two. I've been there. I've had days where I've eaten really clean and then woke up the next day furious at the scale and at my body for not reflecting my one day of good work. That's like studying for an exam for an hour and expecting an A. You didn't study enough. earn the A. You don't walk onto a college campus and because you're there, because you registered, you expect a degree. If you want to earn good grades, you do the work day in and day out. And when your grades don't reflect what you want, you do more work. You don't throw away the books and say it's not fair and something's wrong. Nothing's wrong. You just haven't earned it yet. You don't study a language for a day, right? You don't decide to pick up a book on Spanish and then get upset that night that you don't understand the Spanish-speaking waiter at the restaurant. Of course you don't understand. You haven't put in enough work yet. One of the things I've been talking a lot about recently um, as the Olympics were going on with my Fat Loss Fast Track groups is this picture uh, that's going around the internet of Michael Phelps, the American uh, amazing swimmer who won a bajillion gold medals, and there's this meme floating around the internet that shows him in one of his races in which he won a gold medal, and in this picture, he's looking ahead, and he's winning, right? The guy next to him, who's in second place, he is not looking ahead. He is looking at Michael Phelps, okay? And the caption on the meme that's circulating says, winners focus on winning, and losers focus on winners, if you are running a race, swimming a race, right? Anytime you look up and say, am I there yet? Did I finish? Who's close? What's that other guy doing? You're slowing yourself down. You're losing energy. And that's what you're doing when you're constantly result checking. Did I lose weight yet? What does the scale say? What? Only down a half a pound? I was so good yesterday. I'm up a, a, a fourth of a pound. Like, what? What? I had a great day. I was really active. I went to the gym. I sweated a lot. I, I had a bowel movement this morning. Dude, Commit. putting your head down and doing the work. Pay attention to how your body looks and feels. Ask yourself, what work can I do today to move down the lane to win my race? Measure every couple of weeks. Focus on the day's work. Look at your results in a span of two to four weeks. Put your head down and commit to doing the work because the work needs to be done. Do the work. One of the other points I want to address in the email was related to, I'm eating fat loss friendly. Now, I will say, I didn't see her journal. I don't know what's in it, right? It's possible that she's eating very fat loss friendly, but we're talking about days. So she hasn't been consistent enough to see the fat loss results that she's aiming for. But it's also entirely possible that she's eating fat loss friendly foods, but not setting herself up for fat loss. What do I mean by that? Maybe she's eating too much of those things. Maybe she's confusing healthy foods instead of fat loss friendly foods, right? You can eat whole foods and eliminate toxins, but not focus on hormone balance required for fat loss. Fat burning is allowed under specific hormonal conditions and we can create those hormonal conditions with what we eat, but not just by eating whatever healthy foods we want whenever we want, right? If you're having, for example, oats and fruit in the morning, you might consider that healthy. Some people might consider it fat loss friendly, but it's not setting you up for the hormonal conditions required for fat loss. It's just not ideal for fat loss. Or if you're snacking on fat loss friendly things when you're not hungry, that's not conducive for fat loss. Maybe she's going back for seconds, but it's fat loss friendly stuff when she doesn't need it. Or maybe she's thinking that she's eating fat loss-friendly foods, but they're actually not fat loss-friendly foods. I used to think that a low-fat, high-carb diet was fat loss-friendly, so I could have made that argument all day long, I'm eating fat loss-friendly, but my body's getting bigger and bigger. In fact, I think I did that for lots of years. Like I said, your body doesn't lie. It's very unlikely to see a change in your body over a matter of a couple of days. It's very unlikely. Unless you're super lean and you're cutting for a show, then you might see day-to-day changes. But for the individual who's just adopting healthy, sustainable lifestyle habits with a goal of fat loss, dude, you're very unlikely to see a change over a couple of days. And even if you get excited because you hop on the scale the day after you start and you're down a couple pounds, sorry to break it to you, that ain't fat. It's just not. Your body doesn't lie, but the scale is not the body and the scale is not telling the whole picture. So my takeaway for this lovely woman who emailed me and for all of you who have struggled with any of these things is truly be consistent. Do the work every single day and pay attention to your body, not to the scale. The work is a daily focus. The results are not a daily focus. We're measuring results over time, weeks, not days. Patience is very likely one of your primary keys to success. Measure what matters. You're looking to get leaner and feel better, so measure that. Use physical measurements, and again, I've got that chart up on the show notes page as well as a link to a 99 cent measuring tape. Pay attention to how your clothes fit, what your pictures say, and how you feel. If the scale is tripping you up, let it go. Be mindful that when you suddenly increase activity, it can absolutely lead to water retention, and that's not a bad thing unless you get your value from the scale, which is a whole other problem. Don't just assume that the way you're eating is fat loss friendly for you. Your body doesn't lie. Now, in this case, it's only been a matter of days. So I wouldn't necessarily, of course, I haven't seen her journal, but I wouldn't necessarily suggest that she change the way she's eating rather that she just practice consistency. But if over a few weeks you are adamant that you are eating fat loss friendly, but you're not seeing results, well, my friends, your body doesn't lie. It's not fat loss friendly for you. You're either eating too much of it or at the wrong times, or it's just not as fat loss friendly as you think it is. Don't confuse healthy with fat loss friendly. You want to control your blood sugar and your insulin response. You want to pay attention to the signals that your body is sending you and really pay attention to when you need fuel and when you don't. So... I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share my two cents on what is a very, very common frustration that I think we can all relate to and we can all learn from. So I will wrap up with what I ate yesterday. Cold brew coffee, which I have been getting lots of questions about. I do not really make my own. I buy um, little like bean bags of coffee grounds and... um, it's called Grady's. I'll link to it over in the show notes. My good friend Allison Hagendorf is the one that turned me on to Grady's, and I love it. So I buy the bean bags and then I put them in a pitcher with water and soak them overnight. That's how I do cold brew, um, and I prefer it because it is significantly less acidic than hot coffee. Although I'll switch back to hot coffee when the weather cools down, I just prefer the cold brew in the winter, and and some I'll still drink cold brew in the uh, in the winter, but I definitely love the hot brewed coffee then, but it's a good opportunity to use the cold brew because it is so much less acidic. So I will link to Grady's over in the show notes. Before my workout, I had a handful of Brazil nuts. After my workout, I sauteed some garlic and onions and bacon and eggs. And then dinner was, um, one of the new recipes that I posted up on primalpotential.com. It is absolutely a new favorite of mine. Spaghetti squash primavera, with chicken and a basil cashew pesto, which sounds super fancy and complicated, and I assure you it is not, because if it was super fancy and complicated, I can also assure you that I wouldn't have made it, but I did, this is my recipe. So uh, I will link to that in the show notes, it's also up on the blog. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. I love being a part of your journey and your story and helping you overcome your obstacles, break down your barriers, reach your goals. It's so much fun. I'm thrilled that you are a part of the Primal Potential community and I will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Are you ready to move beyond listening and learning and really change your life? Really live into your highest potential instead of just wishing for it and hoping something clicks? I want to do that with you. And that's why this fall, I'm hosting the first ever Primal Potential Women's Transformation Weekend, Ascend, in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, November 3rd through the 5th. It will be a small group, but you can get your ticket and learn all the details at primalpotential.com forward slash ascend, or by listening to episode 203 of the Primal Potential podcast here's what I know. Ascend will change your life and I would love to have you join me. See you this fall.